Welcome to the Faithful Watchman. Today was our conclusion of our series, Counterfeit Love, where we're looking at the questions, what is love? Does love, is love acceptance? Uh, does love hate anything? God does not accept everyone. The Church of Jesus Christ is a, a group of called out believers who are wholeheartedly devoted to their king. And they do go out and they try to bring people to make them disciples. We're not called to make our churches seeker friendly. Mm -hmm. That's another evil thing in our day. All you do is make converts twice fold the child of hell as you yourself. That's what Jesus said. You go out to make converts. Let's see how many we can bring into our church. Come as you are stay, yeah. and stay as you are. Exactly. That is not the church of Jesus Christ. If you go to church and you're living in sin and you don't feel convicted, you're not in the house of God. Run. <laughs> Run. Yes. It's, it's a deceptive, evil, huge doorway to hell. And it will destroy you and your family and all your friends and all your influence will be totally destroyed in the world. But if you can find, like, I'm part of a small group and we come together and we talk like what we're talking now. And we challenge one another. And we watch over one another, and we rebuke one another, and we aren't afraid to talk about these hard topics. I'd rather be with eight people like that right. than be in a church where there's 10,000 of them coming in like Joel Osteen's. Or, or the inter International House of Pancakes or <laughs> yeah. International House of Prayer. Right. I mean, yeah, Bickle, he, he's busted. Right. And yet he's, he, as a, you know, he's been doing all kinds of perverse things, and he's probably still going to walk away with most of those people following him. Yeah, and with all their money. Too. If I could throw up right here, I would. <laughs> or, or, and say, well, we're just trying to love them into the kingdom. That doesn't work. God's kingdom doesn't work like that. Loving them would be to warn them that if you love the world, you are becoming the enemy of God. That if you live for the flesh you will be a slave to sin, and you will be destroyed by that. So, yeah. Those, Did you the, know the scripture says the things that the world esteems highly are an abomination to the Lord? Exactly. Think about that. Yeah. And I want to, you know what? If we would love our kids enough to say, I want you to not fellowship and have good friends of those who are choosing to go an evil path. You know, the, the proverb says, hey, young man, don't join yourselves with thieves. They say, hey, come on, let's go murder and steal and, and break into homes, and then we'll share the bounty. The Bible says run for your life. Those, right. those guys are on the path of destruction. So it, when, it, when it comes to evil, evil communication or evil uh, friends or... Uh, fellowship with those we're supposed to come out and be separate and i and i do want to read a scripture but do you have any more on that let's see having therefore these promises dear beloved let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of god okay here's what comes before that it says be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion has light with darkness? What concord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believes with an infidel? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? 
You are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. I'm going to tell you something. God doesn't accept everybody. God does not open the doors and say, I just accept you as you are. I get you, like the commercial says. God says, repent, turn from your sin, come and give your life to my son, turn away from these evil influences, and I want to tell you something, and I know you're going to think this is so horrible, but this is what Jesus said. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. He said it'll be better for you that you lose those things and enter into heaven or into life than for your whole body and soul to be cast into hell. That's what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. This, this whole scriptures warns us that God does not just accept everybody. There's children of God and there's children of the devil, and you have got to be born again to get into God's kingdom. But he, does, he is saying, take this very serious. Right, and what you're talking about as far as... Uh, the fellowship with unbelievers. Yeah. Remember this, Jesus, going back to that commercial, there was some, there was some truth in in the sense that Jesus, he he went out yes. to all, to, to the lost. Yes. And we go out to the lost. But when we're going out and when Jesus went out, it was on his turf. Yes. It was his turf. Yeah. Now, what happens if I go out to the bars to share and I go on to their turf as far as, oh, I'm just going to sit around the table with them mm-hmm. and get drunk with them and tell perverse jokes. Yeah. You can't, it doesn't, you're not Christian. No. You're not. You don't become evil to win the evil. Right. <laughs> you know, Two I, evils don't make a right, right. Can I tell one more quick story? Go I ahead. Have stories. So I'm, I'm preaching in uh, Shipshawana, Indiana on a street corner. Mm-hmm. And lots of Amish around there, but it's also a tourist place where the whole world comes yeah so it's a great place to preach yep and uh this young guy he comes up to me and and uh he was a white guy and but he um he he just he's like hey bro really appreciate what you're doing out here and the reason i'm talking like this is because he he goes do you you know why i'm dressed like this and uh i because i looked at him and you know his his shorts were hanging way down and (laughs) and he had on the white yeah, uh, what do they call wife beater? Right, sure. Right, and um, and then he was talking. He was white, but he's talking like a black guy. Right, and he's like, uh, you know why I do this? And uh, I said, shoot, go ahead, tell me. He says, he says, if you're gonna win people, you gotta dress like them. <laughs> you gotta walk like them. You gotta talk like them. I said, okay, well, hey, I'm going to a homosexual parade to preach this week. <laughs> And he just he just got silent. Yeah. And he understood. Yeah. He says this, you know, he understood what foolishness that was he just said. Right. You know, what am I going to do? Go to a parade and dress like him and talk like him and be like him? And there's the thing. It's blasphemy. It I, I want to say that this is blasphemy. If you take a television and you put it behind your pulpit so that people can watch the Super Bowl in your church... I call that blasphemy. While you're preaching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they even do these days. That's 
that's total blasphemy. It's evil. You're supposed to be separate from the things of the world. We don't need gimmicks to follow Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is enough. Um, it's enough for us just to learn who he is and follow him and die to the flesh in the world and do everything in our power to do good to our, our neighbors before we die. We have a short mm-hmm. time on this earth. We don't have time to be playing games. Right. This, is, this is crunch time. We're in the end times. The world is going to quickly wrap up. Uh, all kinds of judgments will begin to fall. Judgments are already fallen. This whole movement of the LGBTQ thing is actually judgment if you read Romans 1. When God gives you over to your depraved lusts, that's a judgment of God. Because you didn't want to receive God in your knowledge, therefore God gave you over to do these evil things. And not only to do them, but have pleasure in those that that do them. So you defend those who do them, and you teach it to children, and you teach it across the airways. That is a judgment of God. And can I do a confession? Is that Yeah. I had, to repent. I had to repent, but he, he just brought it up. Uh, it made me remember something. So in the journey, okay, I'm a pa- at this point I'm a pastor of a church, mm-hmm. and that's what we started doing what everybody else started doing, and that was having uh, uh, showing the Super Bowl at church. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, but the I mean I got the spanking of all spankings, and <laughs> it really it really was the beginning yeah. of yeah. God opening my eyes. And it yeah. was here. You have a, you have a big TV, and you got Michael Jackson grabbing his crotch. Yeah. And here I am going. Right. I'm I'm in charge of this. Right. I'm in Ooh. trouble. Ooh yeah. Yeah. And and Christian, that's what you have to start doing. You have to start. You're desensitized. Yeah. You're. We are. We get so desensitized. I remember I had a I had a youth. I was a youth pastor, and I had a youth call me. He says, "Hey Brooks." He says. You care if I come over and uh, I want to? You got to see this movie. I said, "Well, I don't really watch movies." He says, "Oh, this movie is really good." Sure. It and is. Uh, he brought <laughs> it over, and it was called Dumb and Dumber. Mm. Never have seen it. Never. I, and that thing went only two minutes. Yeah. And he and, and he goes, "I don't, I don't, I didn't remember that." Yeah. I didn't remember that. And right. he, he was embarrassed, but he was so desensitized. He wasn't right. hearing anything until he was sitting in front of his youth pastor. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's how the enemy works. Right. You don't see the apostles getting together a music group um, to bring souls into the kingdom. You know what they did? They came to church. They prayed. They fasted. They waited on God. They read his word. And then they taught the people, here's what God's saying to us. And then they went out and they turned the world upside down. They weren't these gimmicks, laser light shows, fog machines, yeah, they, um, poli- politicians coming in that are ungodly themselves, but it draws a crowd. All those things might draw people to your church, but it's, it's not going to draw the presence of God. And you're not going to make saints. You're not going to lead people into life. You're leading them. They turn the world upside down, but who wants to get killed? Right, (laughs) exactly. Serious. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No greater love, back to the beginning, no greater love than this, that one, a brother, lays down their life. Do you know that we wouldn't know Jesus Christ today if it wasn't for those, I mean, only for Jesus, but his followers, if they wouldn't have been willing to shed their blood and lose their lives also for the sake of Jesus Christ, we wouldn't know him today. 
Right. And that's why they turn the world upside down. And we're trying to turn the world upside down by having Harley clubs. Yeah. They don't work. There was a, there was a church in, uh, over here in Butler and I went by it and it was on there for, I don't know, a year. And it said, um, Andy Griffith is coming. So they'd have an Andy Griffith night at their church. Every night, they'd have it at their church, uh, every Sunday night. They'd have a big TV set up, and they'd all sit down there and watch Andrew Griffith. Their kids are going to hell. The people around them are going to hell. The earth is falling into all kinds of depravity. Lust is, is, is rampant. People are become scammers. They try to rip you off of everything in your life. They're thieves and liars and murderers and uh, there's shootings every week, but we're going to all get together as God's children, and we're going to watch Andy Griffith. Well, Barney is nice, though. <laughs> He's and funny. I'm thinking, the Lord's like, ah, where's my body that laying their life down for the good of others? I don't see them. They're just entertaining themselves into hell themselves. Because I'll tell you, entertainment has become the biggest idol. And like I you said. Se- se- is it Second Timothy 3 or First Second Tim- Timothy 3? In the last days, people will be lovers of money and lovers of pleasure. I'll just quit with that. It, the verse keeps going. Yes. But that's it. Lovers of money and lovers of pleasure. Yes. If you didn't watch the Super Bowl, I'm telling you what, you are a freak. <laughs> and I didn't. didn't I didn't it. either. I'm a freak. And I don't even know the teams, to be honest with you. I don't. You say. This team won. I don't know where it's from. I don't know anything about it because I could care less about the sports. It's kind of like I had a friend. Yeah, yeah. We, we were preaching at the, um, um, uh, what was, oh, uh, Indianapolis 500. Mm-hmm. Million, you know, million people partying at the Indianapolis 500. And I had a friend that went, he wasn't typically, he didn't typically go on the streets. Yeah. But it, it was phenomenal. I loved it. He knew zero you know, again, I was a sports idolater, so I knew everything about sports. <laughs> he didn't know anything about it. He just loved Jesus, and he's out there. And um, uh, he thought he would make a point. He was telling people, you know, you all are uh, rooting for Jeff or no, Michael Jordan, because there's a famous <laughs> driver that drives in NASCAR that is named Jeff Gordon. Michael Jordan was a basketball player. Yeah. You guys all love Michael Jordan. And, and uh, people are just like, Where'd you drag this coot out of? <laughs> he was a freak. <laughs> but you know what? I do want to touch on that just for a minute before we close. Um, when it comes to television and internet, I think it is the most deadly and dangerous avenue um, to destroy your spiritual life in the world today. You know, I just read to you, it says, come out from among them. It said, don't be unequally yoked together. It also says, what communion has light with darkness? When you're watching television... And it's portraying fornication, adultery, homosexuality, and all the commercials now. I would go to my mom's once in a while, and she'll have it playing in the background. And there's men kissing each other on the commercials or women holding hands. And they try to portray that as a loving family. Those evil influences are constantly bombarding you day after day after day. There's no way you're not. And your children. And your families. There's no way you are growing in holiness. There's no way you're seeking the face of God. There's no way you're on your face saying, Lord, how can I touch my generation for Jesus Christ? When you're polluting your mind with that corruption, that corruption that that you're drinking in, 
there's no way you're, this is what the Bible says. Either let the water be sweet or let it be bitter. You cannot serve the Lord and devils. You can't drink from the table of the devils and the table of the Lord. You either drink from the table of devils or you drink from the table of the Lord. If you're sitting there consuming the tables of Satan, which is evil movies and corrupt things on the internet, there's no way the Holy Spirit is going to be able to give you revelation knowledge of the heart of God and the heart of Jesus Christ through his word. And I agree, and I believe this is going to be one of the hardest. Okay, if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, you're a freak. <laughs> and you're with me. I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, and, but I think it's, you know, it's like how, how, can, how can you? Right. When they're blaspheming your Lord and Savior yeah. at halftime. Yeah. And anyhow, plus it's all rigged. Um. Yeah, the love of money. Tell me uh, it during tell, the Super Bowl. T- tell me it isn't rigged. The love of my, everybody's gambling on the game, including the coaches and the players and the and uh, the owners. Tell me it isn't rigged. Right. Anyhow, but yeah. One day I had to make a choice. I have seven children. One day at this point I had two. One day I had to make a choice. Am I going to have this TV that dominates the world in my house? Mm-hmm. And I became a freak. Mm-hmm. And me and my boys went to the dump, and I took <laughs> our big TV. Mm-hmm. They were big back then. I mean, they were like boxes. Like yeah, yep. I remember them. And uh, we took that. It was it was like almost new. It was nice. And we got to the dump and we threw it out. And I couldn't believe how much fun me and my sons had taking bricks and boulders and everything and destroying that thing. Yeah. And I never regretted it. What a freedom. Yeah. What a freedom. And this is the hard thing. There was good things on TV. Yeah. I mean, at one day, there was only four stations, I think. But right. uh, there, you could find some good things. But, wow, there was a lot of bad stuff, too. And I grew up with stuff. I was desensitized. Yeah. Love, you know, I was a boy, and Love Boat was my favorite show. I'm like, <laughs> and Fantasy Island. And it's like, oh, yeah. this, wow, this isn't good. Sunday nights, we used to yeah. sit and watch Disney. Well, you watch right. Disney now, and you're going to get a load oh, of right. evil lifestyles promoted to you and your children. And, and and they're going to be against the family unit. Right. Uh, you know, I had a TV for a long time, but yeah. the Lord finally said, you need to become a freak. And the other thing is, you know, when my kids were growing up, we, we got rid of our TV 30 years ago. We studied the Bible together when I got home from work. We'd sit down with the kids. We'd go over the Word of God. But you know what they're doing with kids now? They either set them in front of that evil television, and they let the devil flood their minds with corruption all day long, or they put them in front of some game. The and first, I see Four-year-olds are running around with these, with yeah, iPads, yeah, yeah. in the store. And these games, around. on these games, they're given extra points if they shoot someone in the head, and if they're on the ground and they're unarmed and you kill them, you get extra points. I read an article about that. They're so... And you get extra points if the song, if you choose the song, you got to fight for the right to party. <laughs> exactly. You get extra points. And you're telling me that doesn't affect them spiritually? Your spiritual life is being oozed out of you while you flood your mind and, and sit at the table of the devil, and God's over here saying, my child, I'm here. I'm waiting for you. Come spend time with me. Um, I have something far greater than anything you could ever find in this world. I found that to be true myself. I'd rather have five minutes alone in the presence of God than a million hours in front of your stupid entertainment centers. And and that's the truth. What do you think the percent? We have no idea. I mean, what do you think the percentage of 
young people that went through public. I went through public school. Me too. And I went to public college. Yeah. So I know it can happen. Yeah. But I do know things are a little different today. Yeah. How many peop- How many young people are going through public school and a public and maybe even a private college and coming out with any faith? Very few. Very if they few. had faith going into it. Yeah, mo- a, lot, a lot of them I knew had faith going in. If they do have a faith, it's not the faith of the gospel. It's not the faith of a true saint of Jesus Christ. So we're corrupting them at a younger and younger age. It, um, now they're trying to teach it in kindergarten. We're, we're, we hate, we push God out. We pushed his word out, and we're teaching lies. And then we're even saying, and this is where we're going to close on this, but we're saying to those who do love God and do love his word and come to warn us, you're all a bunch of haters. You're a bunch of bigots. You're, you, you guys are uninformed. And we're telling you that we have been on our faces before God. And we're watchmen. And we're telling you that judgment is coming. And judgment is going to be so severe, a vast majority of the human race will be wiped out. If you read through Revelations, they estimate, what, two-thirds of the world? Is it one one third, I believe. One third, and then one third again. So one third gets wiped out, and then one third again. So just it's a lot of people. Billions of people are going to die in the tribulation period, and that's right at the door. This nation has become so evil and corrupt; only a few will find the path to life. So we're here trying to be faithful to our Lord and to you, and we're saying to you, we don't hate you, we don't judge you in the sense that we look down on you, but we're warning you to turn from your sin, and we will help in any way we can, and we will, we, will, we will share our experiences and our love for God with you because we really do care. Mm-hmm. And time is short, and we're all going to stand before the judge, and I don't want to get there and have your blood on my hands. Right. I never want to have someone say, you didn't tell me, you didn't warn me. So you guys who hate us because we're on the streets... We're telling you right now the reason why. But that's we're just a por- out, Just yeah. so you know, that's just a portion of the minute. Yeah, yeah, we spend time on the street, but we also we talk to our neighbors. We minister to widows and orphans. Yeah, and yeah. It's just part of feed the poor. I, we've been a part of that. We 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 help with the pregnant girls. Right. Um, we're looking to adopt some children and and um, you know be a blessing. Yeah. We're. It's not that we're just sitting back and not doing anything for God for others. And can I? You're talking about the fit in Revelation. You read Revelation, and it's like, wow, this is intense. Yeah, I mean the the fit the physical judgment that will take place on this world is intense. Yes, but I also want you to know, beyond the physical judgment that is coming, we're already in judgment. I call it Burger King judgment. Have it your way. Where God just says. You're not interested in my way. Have it your way. And my question to you would be, how's it working? Right. That's judgment. Yes. God, in his love, he says, have it your way. See how it works. And we're, we're telling you, the God of most churches is not the God of the Bible or of the universe. He is a God of justice and holiness and righteousness, and he will judge the world in righteousness. And like... Brooks said, he's not a respecter of persons. If you're living in sin, you will be judged, and you will be excluded from the kingdom of heaven. 
no matter what some false teacher or false prophet or false church or false Christian tells you. And we're telling you there's a way out. So you've got to scan today, and it's your choice. You can look at your life and say, I'm tired of this emptiness. I'm tired of this death. I'm tired of this confusion, and I want to know God. Be a freak. <laughs> Be a freak. <laughs> it's exciting life. A Jesus freak. Yeah. I mean, you're standing out in 20 below zero, and you're holding a sign sometimes. But you know what? Once in a while, somebody will come by, and it touches their heart. They're, they're so empty and dead, and you're able to lead them to the Lord. And, boy, uh, that, that's worth a million dollars. More, more than that. Yeah, the world. You know, yeah. um, and I think this is a good segue. We haven't even talked about it. What are we going to do next? Uh, Lord willing, you know. Lord yeah. may come back. I don't know. But I think the way you just said it, it would be a good segue into another topic as far as you were talking about the churches. Yeah. Anything, you think about it in this world, anything that is like uh, we have um, the religious, what, system. Mm -hmm. We have the Hollywood or entertainment industry, the sports industry, um, organizations, industries, all these things. What are they, what are they producing? Right. It's because they're not... it, they're all man-made. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you think about you think about that early church that you talked about. Yeah. I mean, those early believers after Christ died, and then he ascended, mm-hmm. and then he came and showed himself again for forty days to the believers. Yeah. And then when he was when he left, mm-hmm. um, those people they didn't know what to do. Right. They're like, uh oh. Uh oh! Right, Jesus is gone. Right, what are we gonna do? Right. They did what we need to be doing. They just fell on their faces and said, "Lord, yeah. what what do we do? What do we do?" Yeah. And the Comforter came, the Holy Spirit came, filled them, and it caused them to go ye therefore. Mm-hmm. And then when they went, go ye therefore. Guess what happened again? They came back and started falling on their faces again. Lord. We need, we need boldness. Yeah. This is intense. Yeah. People hate us. They think we're haters. Right. <laughs> Just for telling them about you. Yeah. They think we're haters. Fill us with boldness. And right. what happened? He filled them with boldness. Yeah. And they go out and they would share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And yeah, and I mean, persecution. Big, yeah, yeah. Big story. They started losing their lives. Yeah. But they weren't afraid to die because when you know Jesus, can anybody can anybody kill you? No. Is it, is it, I is mean, it frightening? They can't, they can't kill me eternally. Yeah. They can kill they can my kill body. Your, they can kill your body. And I want to tell you that 150,000 people died today. And a vast majority of those are lost. And Broad is the way it leads to destruction. Most are on it. Yeah. And so what do we do? We cry out to God and say, Lord, please help me push back this tide of iniquity and sin. And I want to see these people come to know you. And that's our cry day and night. It's, Lord, use us and guide us. And, and, and this is what we're, we're going to close with this, but we're not talking about religion in the sense that our generation looks at religion. We're talking about a living relationship with a living God through Jesus Christ. God is my Father. I talk to Him. He talks to me. Do His Word, and by His Spirit, 
He talks to us. He reveals himself to us. It's revelation knowledge by the Holy Spirit. It's not what you think or what I think. It's the truth revealed to us by the Spirit. There's not a million truths. There's one truth, and you only find that in Jesus Christ. So um, thank you for tuning in, and uh, tune in next time. Do we have to quit already? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're not, not sure what the next topic will be, but we'll see you then.